Welcome back to the Legacy Podcast. My name is Alicia Grant, co-founder of The Matrix Legacy, and we're here for episode number seven. This is the show where we create a blueprint for success together. We look for ways to create generational wealth, and we break those chains of a poverty mindset that are either self-selected or have been imposed on us. And there's two things that really stood out to me this week that got me excited about about today's show. And the first one was a comment I received on Instagram. So I made a post the other day basically saying, a person's true character is exposed under pressure. Diamond or pebble, you decide. And somebody commented and said, well, if you find out you're made of worthless material or if you feel like it, then what should you do? And I thought that was such a phenomenal question because sometimes things look really nice on the outside but inside you feel like you're literally crumbling or things don't look good on the outside and they don't feel good on the inside either so the first thing i was thinking about is if you're feeling like you're made of worthless material then you are at rock bottom it doesn't get any lower than that in terms of knowing your value knowing your worth knowing your place but on the flip side of that coin once you're at rock bottom that's a great place to be because the only direction you can go is up and so my, my advice or my, my counter for that was you've got to spend every single day taking a step towards realizing your worth because nobody is worthless. Nobody is made of worthless material. But if you're feeling that way, then something either in your environment or your, your mind, the, the things that you're associating with are making you feel that way. And so you kind of have to go on that journey of rediscovering your self-worth and finding somebody who already knows their worth and being open to learning from them and learning from their journey so you could then apply it to your own. So that was one thing that was super like enlightening to me today that kind of got my, my wheels turning. And then another one was I was trying to encourage because my husband and I were really big on, on health and making sure that we're fit because what's the point of building a legacy if you're not around to, to see it? <laughs> If you're not going to be healthy and able to enjoy every aspect of it be just because you didn't take care of your body. And so I was telling him, like, you know, what? You sh we should do some home workouts. You should you should try that tonight. And he's like, I should try it. Why don't you try it? And that in that very moment, it made me feel like that's so true. Why am I encouraging you to do better and, and live better? And I'm not encouraging that on myself. And so that really boils down to one main topic of self-love. And I used to think that that was just a nice catchphrase, like so many of the other terms that we hear. But once you start digging down in that and understanding that the way that you feel about yourself, the way that you treat yourself is an indicator for others and for the, for the universe, really, as to how to treat you back. So, for example, we're so ready to encourage people towards their goals and give them a pillow to, to lay on if they don't meet it. But for ourselves, we're so very harsh and brutal on ourselves when it comes to maybe flaws that we have or goals that we didn't live up to or expectations that we didn't meet. And the things that we say to ourselves in our head, we would never even say that out loud. And the things that we say to ourselves are either collected from our environment, the people around us, maybe something we saw in a TV show that made us think, oh man, that does apply to me and I'm not good enough there or I should, I should be more at this time. So we, we're so hard on ourselves, we almost become toxic to ourselves. And that is something that's either taught, as I said, by something in your environment, by somebody in a position of authority who, who might have told you you weren't good enough 
or something you might have heard. Maybe you heard somebody make a comment to somebody else constantly. Or maybe you saw somebody constantly negative talking to themselves. Oh, I'm so stupid. Oh, I'm so lazy. Oh, I'm so this. I'm so that. And so you internalize that. You, you take on that hate talk and you become toxic to yourself. And people will treat you and this life will treat you according to the way that you treat yourself. That's something that I'm continuously learning because if you start saying, oh, I'm so dumb, I'm so lazy, I'm so this, I'm so that, well, then the people around you are going to start feeling like they can say that same thing. But the fact that you feel comfortable speaking about yourself in that way in your environment might tell you that you're just in the wrong space. You haven't created a space healthy enough to remind you that that's not the way that you talk to yourself. If you wouldn't say that to somebody else, why would you ever say that to yourself? That love yourself quote is not just a, a, a feel-good term. It's something that we really need to understand. And, and for me, this was truly a breakthrough because all of this time I was thinking, you know, I'm really confident. It, I'm enough in myself that I can now go and give to others. But there was a lot of aspects in my life, even that I'm still currently working through, like that, oh, I'm just not good at that. But I would never say to my husband or my mother and my sister, oh, you're just not good at that. Be like, hey, this is what you're doing really good, and this is how you can make it even better. Usually that's the way that we speak to others, but we don't take that on for ourselves. And once we set those standards and those conditions for ourselves, the people around us will start to adapt those exact same traits. And that's the point where we start looking around and, and realize we're in bad situations and bad relationships, more importantly, whether it be a friend or, or a lover or whatever, we're all of a sudden attracting these toxic people and wondering, well, why do I keep getting treated like this? Why do I keep running into the same type of person? And it's because we haven't taken that second to say, well, did I allow this? Am I treating myself this way? Is that why that person feels like it's acceptable to also treat me that way, to speak to me in that way? People will treat you how you treat yourself, how you allow yourself to be treated. And if you fill yourself up with love, then you'll just start overflowing. Your cup will run it over, and then you'll have enough to fill up other people with love as well. But a lot of us get too eager to start spreading the love and we haven't yet filled our cup. And so we're running around on empty, causing more danger and causing more harm than, than good. And the intention was the complete opposite. And so there's a few things that I've learned in my own personal self-love journey that have really helped me understand what that means and apply it to my life. And so I wanted to share them. So the first thing I learned about self-love is you have to take responsibility for your own life. If you truly have confidence and belief in your worth, there is nobody else who could be responsible for your situation. Not the government, not the way that you were raised, not a friend who would always talk down to you or a boss who didn't realize your worth. You have to take responsibility and ownership for your very own life. I've spoken about it before, how, you know, some of us are put on this planet at a disadvantage, and that's a fact. But if you're choosing to stay there, instead of grow from there, now that's a, that's a decision, that's a choice you made. Because there's always an alternative, there's always a way, but you have to want it bad enough, and you have to want it bad enough for yourself. You have to want to take care of yourself first. But for those of us who take the time and, and always find a place to point the finger or somebody to blame, it's, 
it's the way it's my parents it's my friends it's the it's the landlord it's the you know it's that vendor we're always so quick to point the finger we haven't taken responsibility for our life we're letting we're leaving the reins to fate or to whoever wants to pick them up and, and letting them dictate and decide where our life goes the first sign that you truly love yourself is that you're able to take the reins and, and take responsibility for your own life the second thing that I've realized at this point is that you have to take care of yourself. So the same way I was telling my husband, like, yeah, you should start, you know, working out from home because it's good for you. You should be healthy. And he turned around and said, yeah, well, what about you? I'm so quick to take care of my partner and make sure that he's in good standings. But why didn't I take that moment to take care of myself first? Why wouldn't I just lead by example? Why do I only use nice language when I'm speaking to the people around me? Why don't I look in the mirror and speak to myself in that same way? Taking care of yourself is different based on the person. Some people might look at, you know, taking care of themselves as going to the spa or taking time to meditate or making sure that they don't have negative people in their circle to, to ever create that feeling of, of worthlessness. So finding ways to take care of yourself first, because if you are not good, there's no point in you trying to make other people good. It's flimsy. You're trying to, to build a building with no strong foundation. You are the foundation. Your cup has to be full before you can even think about going to fill up anybody else's. The third one is to protect your energy. I did an entire podcast on this in, in episode number two where I spoke about how important it is to take inventory of your environment and make sure that it is in line with the person that you want to be and with the goals that you're trying to reach. If you are surrounding yourself by people who are constantly focusing on the negative or always looking towards what could go wrong, finding a problem for every solution, those are not environments that you need to be in. And the right people could create the right environment in, in any space. So when you're, when you're taking inventory of your environment and trying to maintain your energy your frequencies keep your vibrations high it starts with the people closest to you because that energy circulates those thoughts circulate those habits circulate so if you truly love and care about yourself you will at whatever costs make sure that your own energy is protected the fourth one that i've learned is you have to be open to connecting with yourself we want so much to know everything about everybody that's why you know q a's are really popular asking different celebrities or, or public figures about what's going on in their lives because it's very it's really warm and it feels great when we're able to connect with other people but how often do we take a moment to sit down and, and connect with ourselves how often are you meditating? How often are you journaling? How often are you just reflecting on the place and, and the space that you are? How much time do you dedicate to connecting with yourself instead of trying to stay connected and stay up to date with everybody else? Have you first done that look inside to make sure that you are aligned with you? I feel like social media just makes it so easy to skip over that part because there's so much going on in everybody else's life that our life goes on the back burner our life becomes consuming other people's lives and that is not a catalyst for self-love that's just making it harder for us to get closer to ourselves because we're so worried about what everybody else is doing 
you've got to schedule time. Make it mandatory for one-on-one time with yourself. Stop being afraid to know who you are because then that's the only way that you're going to unlock everything that you're hoping for and that you're praying for. It's to first get really real with who you are and why you're here. You got to start with you. And then the fifth one, and I think this one is the most important because just building off of, of that last point where we get so wrapped up in social media where even if you are a person who practices gratitude and you're grateful for who you are and where you are, when you get too mixed up in what other people have going on, it's very easy to regress and to not truly be grateful. You could say you're thankful, but if you're so overwhelmingly consumed with what other people have going on, you are no longer grateful for what you have because you're constantly thinking what's next. What's the next gadget? What's the next vacation? What's the next thing that's going to get me the most likes? What's the next thing that's going to, you know, make me the most popular? And, and we get so consumed in that. What looks great? Instead of what do I have in my life that I'm truly grateful for? Gratitude could start absolutely anywhere. But if you're not grateful for where you are, then you'll never get to where you're going. Because you have to be content with who you are and where you are in order to ever get to that vision that you have. Practicing gratitude every day and writing it down so you can actually see all the things that you already have in your life will keep you so present and focused and and push you so much farther on your journey because you're content and you're happy with where you are. And if you, as you practice gratitude, other people around you are going to start practicing gratitude. And then, so each one teach one. Or one person tells two people who tell two people and then it spreads. So when they say one person can change the world, that's a real, that's a real thing. One person tells somebody who tells somebody who tells somebody and starts off a chain reaction of, of gratitude, of abundance, of, of knowledge. But it starts with you and being grateful for yourself. A lot of people skip over that part. We write everything else that we're grateful for, other people in our lives and, you know, the material things. But why are you just not grateful for who you are and where you are? If we take a minute to reflect on those things, then everything in this world opens up to us. But how much you love yourself determines your self-worth. Your self-worth determines the type of people you're going to attract. The type of people you attract is going to determine the type of opportunities that are available to you. The type of opportunities that are available to you are going to determine, you know, your financial health, your physical health, your emotional health, etc., etc. But it all comes back and it starts with you. And it starts with you filling up your own cup. And it starts with you appreciating who you are, where you are. It starts with you removing that negative self-talk. It starts with you removing negative people just because they're connected by blood doesn't mean they have to be connected to your hip. A toxic person is a toxic person and they have no space in your life if you're trying to grow and you're trying to get to the other side. And so that's essentially the building block that I want to leave y'all with today is just it starts with you. It starts with knowing your worth. It starts with loving who you are, where you are. So I'll revisit the the five points that I've gained at this point because I I truly hope that somebody's going to be able to to take this, take it right out of here and, and apply it today. So one, take responsibility for your life. Don't ever let somebody else be responsible for your happiness. Second one is take care of yourself. The same way that we're quick to take care of others, to take care of our spouses, our children, our friends, do that same work on yourself. Third one, keep your vibrations high. Keep your energy high. 
And that starts with your environment. Make sure that your environment is conducive to the person and the journey that you're trying to go on. Fourth one is connect with yourself. Stop being afraid to look yourself in the mirror and understand who you really are. And then focus on the things that you are grateful for. So if this is helping anybody, subscribe, like. We are here every single weekend. Let me know if what your major takeaways were. I'm appreciating the love I've been receiving. It seems like it's helping a lot of people out, and I am over the moon thrilled. Join me here next weekend for another building block as we go ahead and we build this legacy together. Let's build a legacy.